the yams. When you got the yams. When you got the yams. When you got the yams. It's your girl AC. And it is Shell Bells. And we are here sipping some uh, Carlo Rossi. Yes. Moscato Sangria because we fancy. And it's cheap and it's fine. Okay. Okay. Yep. Here we go. And uh, so here we are, ready to kick off another episode. We have a guest coming on our show uh, later on to talk about some stuff and things. And so. We <laughs> stuff will and things. I like stuff that. Stuff and things. <laughs> and so. <laughs> We will be sure to <laughs> let her introduce herself when she, she's actually in Florida, so we are going to be doing this um, via the internets, so we will ch- let her chime in whenever she, you know, joins us on the, the show. Um, but in yeah. the meantime, we're going to be kicking our uh, usual shenanigans. You know, talking shit and uh, yeah. sipping this wine, so. though. So, so, here's the thing, because I need you to be my accountability partner. I'm giving up bread and liquor for 30 days, okay? Um, and so I need you uh, to, if you see a sandwich um, or if you see, you know, anything that resembles bread, I give you permission to just go ahead and knock it out. Sure. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, mama got to lose these LBs. Me too. Yeah. I say that all the time, but... um. Bread is my hardest thing. Now, I can give up sweets. I can definitely and give up sweets. And I can sweets. do, like, pop and, like, sugary drinks and stuff. Yeah. Because pretty much all I drink is water. Yeah. And liquor. But it's the, like, bread and pasta carbs and stuff. Yeah. That's like, mm. Yeah. So, we're going to see how this goes. I mean. All right, I'm going to pray for summer you. Two, summer yeah. 2018 is going to get whatever body I give Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But, you know, I got to kickstart it somewhere. Absolutely. I got I to gotta do something. So, we're going right, to see I how it you. goes. I got you. Okay. Cool. Um, so, now that you. we didn't got that out the way. So, we're going to go ahead and get into this icebreaker. Extended version. Right. It's, it's the remix. Um, what we have today, we're going to do a couple rounds of Black Card Revoked. So, yes. Shell and I will ask each other some questions. I wish we were doing this for shots, but, you know, um, we'll go ahead it's and... It's Sunday. Okay, not we'll Sunday, it's Sunday. It's Sunday, okay. Sunday evening. All right, all right. Well, okay, we'll do it this way. Whoever gets the question <laughs> wrong, you got to take a sip of wine. I'm probably going to finish hey, mine listen, before okay. I even get the question in anyway, but you know... Because <sighs> if I take too many shots, this whole show could go left very quickly. So, All right. let's see how we do. Here we go. <coughs> Boom, y'all. Um, okay. Oh, this is easy. Who played Ricky in Boys in the Hood? Was it A, Ice Cube, B, Tupac Shakur, <laughs> C, Morris Chestnut, or D, Cuba Gooding Jr.? Duh, Morris Chestnut. Yeah. That was before Morris was fine, cause yeah, cause he was not. He was he was, not he was fine. looking very chalky and ashy <laughs> in that movie, and yeah, he wasn't fine. He looked like he had the little spit yeah. build up. Yeah. <laughs> he was very ashy. Yeah. Nah. Okay. My turn. Let's see. We'll see, look, she got the question right. I'm sipping wine anyway. We'll we'll be with this. I mean, hey, it is what it is. That's what we do anyway. It's delicious, isn't it? It's bomb. Hey, cheap wine is the best. Okay. Okay. 
I'm about to start keeping boxes on deck. Y'all can tell you. judge your mother if you want oh, to. Oh, but, here you go. This is perfect for you. Okay, I'm ready. This is perfect for you. I'm ready. What heritage does Beyonce proudly claim? Oh, okay. A, Dominican. Mm-hmm. B, Creole. Mm-hmm. C, Haitian. Mm-hmm. D, she got Indian in her family. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Creole. Of course. I knew that. Of course. I knew that was perfect for you. Yes. Right on perfect. here. Perfect. Okay. By the way, y'all, y'all should have seen me last night at the party. Oh, shout out to the Nesby at the party, oh, y'all. At the party. Your hair was straight for about for like minutes. two seconds. It Real was quick, cute, though. and then it was like super gone. It was cute though because she back to her curls today. I, I did it turn up been a full twenty four hours. No, I did turn up to some <laughs> Beyonce real quick though. But oh my gosh, my can I tell you quick. that my knee is hurting? Mine too. My because feet, I dropped it. it a little too low. <laughs> Why are we old? Old. Okay, we're old. Old and because I could, I couldn't. I couldn't. Like I couldn't. I feel like some old wooden steps. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. I make a noise every yeah. time I move, and it's not. I don't appreciate it. It's bad. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's bad. All so, right. <laughs> damn, we get off track so easy. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is appropriate for the day. Okay, which book of the Bible comes after Micah? Is it A? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know the Old Testament. Listen, I can give you the first five. And that's that's it. That's I can give you the first five in a whole New Testament. Anything after, what's the fifth book again? Genesis, Exodus. Deuteronomy. No. Yeah, that's anything after that, I don't know. And then I can give you Matthew, Mark, Ooh. Luke, and John. I can give you the whole New Testament. See, All you better than me. You, because I'm like, Dang. I still got to flip through the index to be Ooh. like, yeah. Okay. This is a setup. <sighs> okay, which book? Of the Bible comes after Micah. Is it A, Ezra, B, Bartholomew, C, Zechariah, D, Hosea? What? Are these books? Yes. They're all books. I believe. Yeah. Okay. See? Okay. I'm going to go. Say it again. Clearly, I've been playing with the Lord my whole life. Um, Which book of the Bible comes after Micah? Is it A, Ezra, B, Bartholomew, C, Zechariah, D, Hosea? I'm going in alphabetical order. (laughs) (laughs) dang the pastors is gonna kill me so it sounds like we need to go to bible study oh the petty pastors is gonna kill me um i don't know i'm gonna go with hosea it is c zechariah i should have didn't i say i was going to go in alphabetical order and i see i should have stuck on my gut you did say that see what happens when you don't stick with your gut ladies Lord, I'm sorry, because I, hey, I didn't Dang. know. I wasn't even sure those were real books. But, Dang, know. I should have stuck on my gut. See how much this is what happens when we don't. We always say that, too. All Trust the time. your gut. And I didn't. All the time. Dang, Lord. All right. All right. Well, Let's now see. that I feel convicted. Dang, the petty passes. <laughs> we got to talk to them. Pray for us, passes. Right. Okay. He ran off on a plug twice, but you might, <laughs> find, him. <laughs> you might find him at the Ritz-Carlton. A, Gucci Mane, B, Future, C, Yo Gotti, D, Plies. D, Plies. I love Plies. Okay. <laughs> Plies is a gem. No. He, he is definitely His videos be having me dying. Okay. You, you got to pay close attention because sometimes you might not know what he's saying. No, for but real. But, that, but see, I, I love the Southern stuff. I love yeah. it. I like when I don't know what you're saying. Mm, okay. This is a good one. After you stop and drop. What should you do next? Is it A, roll, B, put your hands up, C, shut them down, open up shop, 
or D, <laughs> hand over your license and registration. Uh, shut them down, open up shop. Absolutely, you shut them down. Listen, you should shop. see me in my car when that comes on, okay? Because you know I still forever and always got a soft spot for Earl. For Earl, yeah. I always mean, and forever. To. You have to. So when I'm on my way to work sometimes, I turn up to that. Yeah. It's for it's like 1998 all over again in my yeah. car. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Earl Earl definitely holds a special place Earl in the black community. Earl Simmons, he's crazy. But I'm, I'm gonna never... cut the air on. It's hot in here. It is. Okay, it I'm is. gonna cut the air on in a second. Okay. What did LL Cool J want his around the way girl to have? I know all the words to the song. <laughs> a diamond earrings. B extensions in her hair. C a Chanel bag. D a big butt. Extensions in her hair. Yes. I want a girl with extensions in her hair. Bamboo earrings, at least two pairs. Yes. A Fendi bag and a bad attitude. That's all I need to get me in a good mood. Okay, okay. don't get me don't get me all started because right. we could do this all. We day. gotta cut the air on y'all. It's getting hot in yeah, here. Because I'm getting a little bit um a little bit a little bit hot in here. Words of Nelly. True. Cordell. They, what's his name? Cornell something. Cornell fuckboy. You mm. right. All right, one more, one more round. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Cornell fuck. Okay, I mean, one, yeah. more. One, one more, one more, y'all, one more round. Uh, okay, let me see. Worth the booter because he probably sad out the shit out of us right he now. He is. I feel it. I feel his spirit. Whatever. Okay, what was Eddie Murphy wearing in his comedy special, Delirious? A, a suede hat. B, a Lakers jersey. C, a red leather suit. Or D, Michael Jackson's Captain Crunch jacket. He was wearing that red tight patent leather suit. leather suit. <laughs> yes, he was. He was sweating like a mug in that thing, Okay. Too. That one was funny. Who was not a fly girl on In Living Color? Oh, good question. A, Jennifer Lopez. Okay. B, Tisha Campbell. C, Carrie Ann something. Inaba. And D, Rosie Perez. Um, definitely B. Who's whoever Tisha. B was? Tisha Campbell was yeah. not. Okay. I didn't realize what's her name. You know who else? Uh, Loria Gibson was a fly girl. Yeah. Yeah. The boom cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carrie Ann is on, is one of the judges on Dancing with the Stars. The, uh, Asian. I girl. See, I don't even watch that, but okay. Is she Asian? Sorry if she's not. I don't know if that's offensive. Oh, uh, fly not. girls. Yeah. Word to them because oh. I definitely wanted to be a fly girl. Yeah, they were. They were fly. I feel like they should bring a living color back. They should. Why don't they? That would be dope. Like, but who would be on it? Because ain't nobody funny. I don't know. I feel like th- that would be an opportunity to gather some under the radar ass people. And no. I mean, you could have somebody that's well known, I guess, host it. Yeah. But they definitely should bring that back. That was know. that would a be interesting. Staple. Who can dance though? Me. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. I can dance. All right, that was and, fun. Uh, yeah. We got to do this one again. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that was our icebreaker. Sorry. I can't. And I snorted. Sorry, y'all. It's okay. Things okay, happen. guys. So we're going to go ahead and get into the shenanigans. We are. The, uh, that were called with the, and the uh, what the what is hell is going on? Yeah, because it's a lot. It it's, has been, it, and it's so much that we we just can't even talk about everything because right. it's really been a lot that's been going on over the past two. Weeks. What's so bad is that we record this show every other week, 
And by the time we get to a lot of the stuff that we originally put on our list, we have to change it because it's considered outdated. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. old because yeah. some new shit has come along and kind of killed the vibe of yep. everything else. It's bad, y'all. So, so where are we at? We well, I guess we want to start with the good, good news. news. Yeah. yeah, we'll start with the good news. So, we're going to start with uh, Cousin Meg. Start Cousin, Cousin Meg. Meg. Come through Meg. Cousin Meg is and got her her friends. Yes. And I'm not Come mad. Come on, girl. I'm not mad at all. Let's go, Meg. Her um, mom, I, let me just say, her mom just looked like, just come through with them locks. Listen, you Came wouldn't be able to tell ring. me shit if okay. my daughter married a prince. I'd just be walking around with a, making announcements. Guess For what, y'all? My daughter married a prince. And just random just, people. Just because. Just random people. Put the shit on hey, the t-shirt. Y'all, you know my daughter? Yup, she's marrying a prince. Did yep. y'all know that my daughter married a prince? Absolutely. Uh, riding through McDonald's drive-thru and shit. <laughs> um, let me have a large fry. And by the way, my, my daughter, daughter married a prince. Yes. Yep, just on some ridiculous, she's obnoxious a, she's shit. gorgeous. And I mean, she was just sitting there just so happy and proud and just... Trying to fight back gorgeous. the tears because... Listen, and did you see it in like... I don't know. I just thought they were so cute. When, like, the part where he just looked at her and was like, you look amazing. Yes. And he bit his little lip. I was like, oh, look at y'all. y'all okay, cute. can we just pause and discuss how fine Harry didn't got? Because Harry wasn't the cute one. It was the other one. What was the other one's name? William. He aged terribly. Oh, God. Why does he look like that? He ain't got no hair or he nothing. He horrible. Though. Like, he looks bad. How old is he? Because he looks terrible. Too young for that shit. He looked like he should be on somebody's lawn drinking beers and like he, a hot dog. He's too young for the Sherman Hemsley. Yeah, he looks terrible. It's bad. And uh, I was like, all right, Harry, you go ahead. But Harry didn't, he didn't come up a little you bit with the, with the little beard and the, you know. I yeah, said, oh, cute. shit. You, know, like, oh, you know he tore that down last night. <laughs> or at least this morning. They may have been too tired. Last night. Clapped them cheeks but real good. He was definitely clapping them yams. <laughs> Woo! Wee! She pregnant right now. She is pregnant as we speak. So, yeah, that shout was, out to them. It was really nice. Only thing, I, I wish her dress had a little bit more, like, pizzazz. Yeah, it, it was very plainish. Of, uh, yeah. But it she still pretty looked plain. pretty, you know. Um, Her reception gown was pretty also. Yeah. I really liked it. So I wonder, like, who wobbled and, you know, did all the cha-cha slides and stuff. All and of that. Who made the yams and mac and cheese and all um, of that. Did you see that meme of, uh, why don't I be knowing these people's names? Charles, Prince Charles or whoever the hell he is, leaning over asking her mom who made the potato pie. <laughs> I didn't see that I fell one. Out. <laughs> I fell out. Uh, but, um, the choir, I mean, it was just, it was nice. Yeah. It was really nice. And all you people complaining, like, please shut up. Let me explain something. Let me explain something. Okay. To all of you who just insist on this hotep, fake, woke bullshit, just shut up and let people enjoy things. Like, this country, this world is so crazy, and there's so much shit going on that it's actually nice to just sit back and enjoy something. So what we don't need is for you assholes to come along and remind us of how black she isn't. Meanwhile, her black-ass mama is the only one that was invited to the damn ceremony. So how is she... But but they're only always mad when it's something, like, when black women are happy. Yep. Like, y'all just always have to parade on our happiness. Anytime we out here glowing and just 
going on with our lives without y'all or whatever the fuck it is. Y'all just gotta be mad and pissed off. Always. Oh, she's marrying a white man. She ain't all the way black. She got that white man's blood in her. This Always. and that. And blah, 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 blah. Or y'all wanna be in these interracial relationships. These big winch this. Shut the entire Shut up. motherfuck up. Shut Please. up. Because, A, I mean, I just don't no get one it. fucking asked. No one asked you. No one tapped your shoulder. No one texted your phone and said, hey, what do you think about the subject? So you, you're just here flapping you, your gums you just don't because want you feel us like to it. be happy. And, and, like, what I see is a lot of you who don't have shit at all to your name, you don't even fucking have a pot to piss in. Nor the one to throw it out Right. Of. It's mainly y'all who want to be mad all the time because mm-hmm. nobody's checking for your dumb ass. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just, we, we're not we're not supposed to wait for you forever Mm-mm. to get your shit together. Mm-mm. So, I don't understand. I mean, same thing with when Serena got married to dude. It, it wasn't like she was trashing y'all. She dated how many black dudes and the shit didn't and work out? it didn't out? work. Bitch, she, she got to move the fuck on to whoever going to want her. And whoever going to treat her well. But they're so quick to see how this positive moment turned left. Yeah, right sorry, right. guys. Um, but then they're always quick to talk about, well, y'all always get mad when black men wear, marry white women. But we don't. Personally, I don't give a fuck. We don't care. I don't give a shit. I mean, to me, the only reason why Donald Glover's baby mom got to me is because I want him. Shit. <laughs> but I think the problem with that is because he said, like, well, I don't know, because I don't pay no attention to him, but apparently he said, like, comments about black women and stuff like that so i guess yeah, that's see, the I'm thing like the point. only the only issue that most of us have is when y'all feel the need to bash us to justify why you marry right. white women or other women outside of your race right but other than that we don't give two motherfucking fucks who you marry and who you date we I don't, don't care chances are i ain't want you anyway exactly so. we don't care go ahead and date who you want to date we're not paying that much. I feel like you just want us to be mad at you. Like, you you in yeah. your mind are create, creating these fake issues yeah. so you can feel good about, you know, you dating this white chick. We don't care. I don't care. We're not paying that much attention to you. I don't That's care. your insecurities or whatever. You was mad at some black chick who dished you in second grade, and you still mad about that shit. Get the fuck over it. Yep. So, anyway, we say all of that to say congratulations to yep. the be uh, happy. royal couple. Do you. You a whole, you know, got to your pranks now. To, okay. Fuck all that shit. Meanwhile, some of y'all can't even take... Okay, nope. We're not going to do that. Yep, okay. Anyway, moving on. We got any other good news? Shout out to everybody graduating. It is graduation Um, season. If I had the means to do it, I would go back to school again. But since I'm in ridiculous student loan debt, I will not. I can't. And I just refuse. But congratulations to all of y'all. Good luck in whatever y'all do. Moving forward, I'm going to pray for you. And I hope you find your way. Shout out to my nephew Malik Deshawn who will he be graduating was next month. He was sharp at prom. My baby was clean. He was on prom night. Like I was proud of him. I said, he "Okay, was. so you just you just gonna shit on everybody yeah, out here?" He okay. was. Yes, yeah. I was very proud of him. He definitely was. I said, "Go um, ahead with them shoes, now." Yeah. Them blues, them blue yeah, suede. Them was sharp. Them was nice. With the socks, I said, "Well, all right, he okay nice. then." Yeah, these kids grow up so fast. Yeah, it's scary. Jeez. It's scary. Now I remember when they first said she was pregnant with him. Getting an apartment and shit. I'm like, nah. I don't sit down. Okay. Anyway. I didn't have it. Well, congratulations to Malik and everybody else. And all the, yeah, all the, whether it be high school, college, yep, masters, doctorate, law school, whatever y'all doing. Congratulations. All of that hair school. Yeah. All of it. Nail school. (laughs) 
Get your money. <laughs> Whatever you doing. You know what I mean? Congratulations. Yeah. Shout out to awesome. you. Now, as far as I know, I think that's about it. Is that it? For the happy shit. Mm, Anything okay. else? No. I don't think so. Okay. So let's jump into the bullshit. Um, <laughs> let's just go on and dab it. Just, I'm a, uh, I don't want to say that because he's no, a fuck nigga too. Fuck so we don't want to sing uh, Although, did you see... <laughs> Did you see the video? They put that song to this dude. What a dude falling, falling out of steps. <laughs> why would they do that? Okay. That you know why? Terrible. Because the internet is undefeated. That was horrible. Undefeated. Okay, but I will say that I listened to his second album like yesterday. And I was like, damn, this shit knocks. I mean, Trey put out some jams. But just... like his first two, maybe three. After that, I was like, I can't because we know you're nasty. What else you got? That's, yeah, once they but, get to a certain point, it's like, I really don't care about anything. Yeah, but you're a fuck, nigga. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, we said so, that like five times already. I know, right? Um, <laughs> so, what was that? Last week or maybe two weeks ago now, uh, Tierra Marie, her Instagram page went completely left mm. when her ex-boyfriend mm. uploaded... Uh, some very intimate pictures and videos of her. Uh, if you have not seen it, that's really not. I like haven't for seen us it, and I don't discuss, want to. But it was very inappropriate. Um, as a woman, that's something that you feel embarrassed about. Um, it's a violation of privacy, an invasion of privacy, and. As a nigga, what would possess you to even do that? Because niggas are fuck niggas. Niggas love nigga in Africa. They do. You're right. They love it. Um, so niggas are worse than women now. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that all y'all. I can't say that. But a lot of, a lot of niggas are worse, are more emotional, and, and just more, they act like scorned women. And it's terrible. And I don't understand it. Like, why do y'all do stuff like that when you get mad and you start leaking stuff? Like, why? Yeah, or what? Especially because you, you do that because it's somebody that you trust to not leak the shit, not make it public. And I, I believe in L.A. doing that, or out in California, I should say, it's, it's actually illegal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's across the country, but I know out in California it is illegal for you to, um, like, put out revenge porn. And so now she's in a legal battle against her ex, but also Fifty Cent got dragged into the case. Because they're what like I their friend, right? Or something. From what I understand, he reshared it, mm. and so that pulled him into the case. Um, and so now she has was it Gloria Allred's daughter representing My her sibling, and. Um, so yeah, it's been pretty ugly. I don't like Fifty Cent, and I don't. And I, people are like, "But why?" Like, dude is a fuck nigga, and somebody hurt him really bad. Maybe I believe it was his mom or somebody. I don't know, but he has a really bad issues towards everybody, especially women. And he needs to go get some intensive therapy and let yeah. that shit go because he's a bully and he's a fuck nigga and he's very he's angry and he's just so I, I cannot stand him and none of that shit's cute and I hate that people think that. That level of pettiness is okay. It's, it's not, not funny and it's not cute because he does shit like that to everybody. And I don't care how much money you have. 
how popular you are, that shit is not okay. Like, yeah. you're a hurt-ass individual. Yeah. Like, your soul is fucking evil and dark. Yeah. That shit's not he, cute. he really does bully. Like, he's a grown man-ass bully. Yeah, you're old as fuck. And we all thought it was cute when he came out and, and dragged the shit out of Ja Rule. I mean, but even then, it was like, but, okay, that's enough. Like, let it go. Yeah, after point. a while, it was like, alright, but... So, yeah, now now 50 is, you know, being dragged in court. And you know what? I and hope she I hope she gets what she needs from him. Yeah. Um, and then everybody's going to look at her like, oh, she's fucking wag. Or everybody's looking at her like, you know, you know how everybody looks at women in the way she's a hoe, she this, she that. Like, well, why would you do that if you didn't want it to get exactly. out? Exactly. Why would why, you? Why nobody is like, why isn't anybody holding him accountable right. for making this shit? Because we don't know how many sex tapes your mom got. Right. So we can't sit here and judge her. Right. For putting out, I mean, not even putting out a sex tape, but right. for doing that for somebody who she trusted to be that intimate with. I remember um, a while back I was on Twitter and I seen somebody post a tweet like, the reason why your mom's news ain't been out here is because it's on a fucking Polaroid with Renee 96 on the back. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's really it. Like, so, like, that's why. Like, because your shit is on a fucking Polaroid somewhere. It was before that's social it. media became a thing. But don't act like your mom wasn't out there busting it open at Freak Nick or Wide whatever. Open. So, stop. Wide. Okay? So. Please stop it. I just, I just want men to stop being so angry Vindictive and stuff. Like, like what, stop. What did we do? Like, it's, it's so sad. And what's even more sad is that a lot of them don't even realize mm-hmm. that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that they honestly come off as though they hate specifically black women. Yep. Um, we could get very personal on yep. that, but you know, we won't. We just have to. We we always get the short end of the stick. Yeah. All the time, and yeah. it's it's not fair. Yeah. I mean, the sex or whatever. It's like we're doing this together, but why do I have to be the one getting the labels or? being called ho or this and that. Like, why do I get the, the yeah. bad end of everything? You see they got that boy up out of uh, the 4.0 group. That nigga. Oh, yeah. They got, yeah. They got oh, yeah. about the paint. He was terrible. Very. Oh, every single day was something like, oh. There was a dude that posted something else, too. Um, what was it today? It had something to do. I want to say it had something to do with the wedding. Let me see if I can find it um, real quick. But I think I might have seen it. I don't know. Somebody flat out asked him, like, are you vying to take I think I saw it, yeah. Keep, keeping his spirit alive. I think I, said, I saw Damn. it. Um, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm trying to think of yeah, what he it's, said. It was pertaining to the wedding, yeah. going back into uh, British history and how they owned Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that one. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yep, I saw that. Shut up. Because like I said, here we go, you only do that when it's black women doing something. Yep. Only when it's black women being yep. happy. Yep. We, like I said, we can't sit around and wait for y'all forever. Yeah. We gotta do what we gotta do. If if my goal in life, or if one of my goals in life is to get married, I'm not sitting around waiting for your dusty ass to get your shit together. I'm not. If you don't want to work and you don't want to, like, if, if you don't want to go to school and further your life, I cannot sit here and wait for you to figure this shit out. I'm not here to mold you into what you need to be. That's not my job. You had a mother, or I don't know if you did or not, but that's still not my job to figure that out. Go get a fucking therapist. Mm -hmm. Or the therapy. In fact, that's what we're going to talk about later, but we'll we'll wait for our guests. Go Um, get a therapist for that shit. That's not my job. Yeah. 
It's it's bad. And we laughed at the lady who married herself and had a big old wedding yeah, and all that. Like, but honestly, that the, the more I engage with these these men out here, the more I'm like, you know what, sis was onto something. And I can, and I'm not gonna <laughs> sit here and be like, oh, I'm like so way up here and stuff like that. But I just it's not even about that. It's just like. Just the way some of y'all talk, like y'all just think that some of the most disgusting shit is cute. Yeah, but we can go on and on yep. about that. Anyway. So. But I, I pray, I'm gonna pray for her because yeah, that's that's embarrassing and that's very demeaning. And it's, it's not, very it's just not fair. Belittling. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, it's not right. Why would you do that? It's not right. Okay, moving on. So we're gonna Speaking get on of being to on our ends of sticks. Big stinking. Apparently, it was stinking, stinking. It things. wasn't uh, on the short end. But <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard, but it was quite funky about story. Ew. Okay, where was it at? A, uh, I a thing. Hold on. I don't remember where it was, but uh, oh, I just had a prison it CO. It was in. Is he serving life for that? I feel like he's serving life. It was in, it was in Brooklyn somewhere. Um, so he was a Brooklyn jail guard was found guilty of abuse sexually abusing female inmates. Right. So, 20, 20, he was found guilty of 23 counts of forcing mm. four women to perform, you know, give them head. Mm-hmm. And he was propositioning the fifth or whatever. So, everybody, every last one of them, said that his peen bangs. Stinks. Every last one of them Stinks. said that the peen bangs. His nickname is Caballo. Is that how you say it mm-hmm. in Spanish? It's or Spanish horse. For horse. Okay. So he had, he got big meat. Oh, he got a whole wife. <laughs> he got a he got a wife. Well, not no more. Uh, he has a wife, dog. But what's uh? Look, it say his huge, <laughs> huge hook shaped, uncircumcised, putrid pecker. That's disgusting. <laughs> like, I how can't. you want to proposition somebody for? Oh, I can't. For some hair and your dick stink. Like what? You're not even circumcised. It was big and it was like a hook. It was humongous and it curved. Like your shit out here smelling like belly buttons and you won't get mad because <laughs> females don't want to suck your dick. Like I don't understand. Look, she said if it didn't stink, I would have been all over that shit. I can't. can't this has to be one of the funniest stories I've read like, in the last two weeks. Now for all of you men out there who are uncircumcised, and I mean there's no, there's no shame in that, <laughs> but what you have to understand is that that's extra skin, extra. which means that's extra space and opportunity for bacteria, for sweat, for all of that to build up in there. You have to take care of that. And men already don't clean well enough. Okay, so you, you if you're what? not circumcised, you gotta you have to get all up in. You gotta go the extra mile because there's no reason why every last one of these women <laughs> explained. That your dick stink, and that's how they knew it was you because they all said they all said the same thing. They all explained your penis to a T, including the fact that it smelled like old garbage. That that's disgusting. Funny, you don't get this big stinking dick out my face. That's funny. Okay, I just got mad. That's disgusting. That's terrible. But she said I would be all over it if it didn't stink. How? And then how you have a wife with a big stinky dick? Your wife ain't telling and you kids and and a family everything. So you just walking around here smelling so, like earring backs and ain't nobody saying nothing. Yep. Okay. That's yep. nasty. It smells like crevices. That's and disgusting. belly buttons and bad decisions. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-mm. Yep. Crevices and belly button buildup. Gross. That's trifling. Gross. And probably smell like titty sweat. <laughs> titty sweat is titty bad. Titty sweat stinks. That's bad. Okay. Uh, Yuck. Well, uh, what's his name? I don't even know if they told his name. Nope, they didn't say his name. Well, Caballo. Piss off, sir. That's what you do. Literally. <laughs> they probably don't wipe it after he pissed That's what I said. Like, men don't clean it. well. Shit, thanks. That's trifling. All right, what we got next? So, also, uh, in case you missed it, there was a young woman who was arrested in... She was. I never remember details. But anyway. Me either. Sis was arrested uh, for stalking, um, for sending, <laughs> for, and this isn't funny, for sending over 65,000 text messages <laughs> to a man that she was stalking. Now, here's the kicker. They had only been out on one date. And sis got arrested because they found her in dude's bathtub. But she had been sending him all kinds of crazy texts talking about, I want to bathe in your blood, and if you leave me, I'll kill you. And just, I want to know, really, how do you have the time to sit around and send 65,000 text messages? messages? Who has that much time? Over 500 text messages a day. Girl. So she was just really laying around in his bathtub, just sending all like text after text after text after text after text. Yep. Yep. And so, who says I want to bathe in your blood? Who does that? She says some shit along the lines of like, I want to wear his skin, and and y'all have to go find this interview um, because you can look at her and tell she's not all the way with us. She's not there. But then after listening to her talk, it's like. Yeah, baby's gone. She is gone. Talking about, well, love makes you do crazy things. After one what? date? What? After one date? Okay. You in love sending so, 65,000 text messages? I have this uh, sound, this little clip to give you guys a little insight on how crazy this shit is. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just seen something else on Facebook. Oh, do we need to talk about it? No. Just more hood type stuff. Remember that post I sent you? Yeah. They told him, he's like, everybody's like, shut the fuck up. Okay, so they about to get him out of yeah. here, too. They okay. say, here you go, you still gonna sound hotepish. I love it. Shut your ass up. Oh, wait, I think our guest might be ready. I'm gonna tell her to give us, what, like, maybe 15 more minutes? Yeah. Because um, we're going to try and jump through this stuff because we also have to watch the Billboard Awards. So we're going to try and. Yeah, because Queen Janet's going to be on there. Okay? Queen Janet. Queen Janet Demita Jackson. What is her name? Demita Joe. Demita Joe. I'm about to fuck her name up because I'm so hyped. Yeah. Um. So, okay, sorry. Here's the clip, though, of Sis sounding crazy. Let me see if I can cue this up for y'all. Damn, I ain't done already robbing You're not angry with him? No. Oh my God, no. I just want to love him so much, and if he doesn't like it, then I'll go home and I'll love my ex-boyfriend. What do I still have to do? I'm blocked. You only pay me if you help. No, he's asking to text me to make all of it. Where is he supposed to be? Um, here. Did you like go?
I don't, I mean, I would, if he told me to go to Miami, I would. If he doesn't, I mean, if he's not going to say, if he, whatever he wants me to do. Should he be afraid of me? No. 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 <laughs> I'm mad because this isn't even the clip I wanted to play, but. Oh, here we go. Um, That's because they're selfish. And they've never actually loved someone without getting anything back. The point of love is to keep giving it. That's the math equation. It's love equals frequency, which is infinity, times E for the squared, which is life. Life is forever. What, sis? Baby had a whole math equation for this shit. She had it figured out, okay? I still don't understand it. I still, I feel like I'm sitting here, you know what I mean, with the little equations flying. (laughs) I'm just not understanding how after one date, you're one date. One date. I wonder what the date consisted of. Like, were y'all, I don't even care what it consisted of. There's no way in the world that date caused you to do that. 500 text messages a day. 500 of them? And you're in his bathtub, chilling? I can't. That's, okay. So, but I'm glad, I'm glad uh, she got arrested, and I'm glad bro is safe, because it didn't sound like a promising future there. Um, he wouldn't have had no future. No, because she <laughs> was trying to wear <laughs> his skin. And, yeah. He would have been going bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, that's deep. Okay. Um, so there's that. Crazy. Uh, where are we at now? Spotify. Spotify has decided to remove R. Kelly from their official playlist. Yeah, let's get this nigga um, out of here. Bye. Cancel him. Uh, I have kind of other thoughts on that, but we'll get there in a second. Um, there's been this pretty much like a campaign across the social meds to get this nigga about the paint. Um, which we should have been done. I'm not even sure why R. Kelly is still even getting airtime. It's not like, you know, there's no evidence. We all sat and Mm -hmm. watched this nigga piss on a Mm 14-year-old. And so, and if you say you didn't see that video, if you're trying to act like you didn't, you You lying. You lying like shit. Um, And not even just the video, just reading the court documents and stuff. The shit is fucking disgusting. It's all disgusting. And then, just... I've seen, like, tweets and stuff from people from Chicago that I can tell you, like, the nigga been hanging around schools and shit since forever. So, I mean, people know. Like, it's, it's not like don't, nobody knows. At the very end of the day, he married Aaliyah. And everybody knows that. So, he I mean, Aaliyah that right there 15. is enough. That's evidence enough. If there's, if we've never seen a tape, that right there is enough. Yep. And so, there will be no more stuff in the name of love. Now, people can have him on. His music is still there, so people can add him to their personal playlist but like you know how they do those Spotify official playlists he will not be on there um, now there have been women's rights groups who are advocating for like Chris Brown to be removed for yeah, uh, some other people I'm not sure if Trey Songz is one I think Nelly was the other uh, one yeah, I saw that. Nelly was the other one they're trying to get them removed um 
sometimes it gets it gets tricky and I was kind of, I was listening to Charlemagne talk about this the other day too. It gets tricky because while we want these artists to, you know, be hurt in the pockets or whatever it takes for them to leave us alone, but that if you're going down that road, you have to consider a lot. And that includes lyrical content of artists who aren't these niggas. I was about to say, it would be a lot of people because, I mean, a, a lot. lot like, there would be a, a lot, lot of, of them country stars that would have to get yeah. up out of here. There would be have to be a lot of rock and roll. There's definitely a lot rap. of them are trash. And so... But they I, ain't doing no rock and roll ones because that would, you know, a lot of them are trash. No country ones. So they're not doing that. And so they, Spotify really kind of has to be careful now that they have taken a stance. Mm-hmm. They I really people have like, to be well, careful with that. I've seen people like, well, what about Solange? Like, <laughs> I mean, and, and that's the point. Like, I it's, love Solange. Yeah, I mean, that's but, a good point. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I personally don't even like Chris Brown, so I don't give a fuck if he never makes a song again. Yeah, I mean, but, that's word to Siobhan. <laughs> yeah, fuck that nigga forever and ever. I feel like all his shit is the same. Yeah. But. Fuck that nigga forever. He's a fuck nigga to the end of the world. Yeah. And he's probably forever going to be a fuck nigga. So, fuck him too. So, it's like, it's like word to Spotify, but it's like, ugh, y'all got to be careful. Because then they put themselves, they leave themselves open for, like, discrimination, Mm -hmm. lawsuits. Especially because people, like, we saw Chris Brown's evidence. And then, but, like, Nelly's never been convicted of anything. So, it's like, what are you... What is your limit? Mm-hmm. What are you looking for here in terms of who you will and will not support? Right. So, I don't know. Um, but R. Kelly can definitely get his nasty ass up out of here. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, almost time for the billboard. So, we honestly, I hate to feel like we're going to rush this episode, but we're going to rush this episode because I'm not missing Demita Joe. Fuck. So, um, sorry to even real say quick, that, but fuck that. Where are we at? The uh, teacher who told a 10 year old boy. Oh, yeah. The teacher who told the 10-year-old boy that if he grows up and gets shot by the police, that basically it would be his fault. Um, so fuck her forever is where I'm at with Yeah, it. and all he he said all he was doing was playing with a friend. They were laughing and joking. I guess they were like kind of play fighting or just kind of tussling or whatever. And she pulled him apart and all that goofy shit. And she was like, well, if you grow up and you get shot by the police, you can't be mad at nobody but yourself. And that's a fuck-ass, bullshit-ass piece of shit ass bitch ass thing to say to somebody's child and you are forever a bitch for that and if I was that child's mom I'll beat the shit out of her and okay. this is why I don't want kids and people keep asking me why don't you want kids this is one good example be because I'll kill you if you say some some ignorant shit like that to my child like that's ignorant as fuck because I'll be ready to go off over Taylor and Malik I'm telling so you one that I actually I'm serious like I'm so serious I told you in my womb and all of that no I'll kill I'm, you I'm, I'm telling you I'm that serious me to jail. I don't know that's so ignorant you don't tell nobody that as Many people, and kids and black women and, and black men are getting killed yes. just unarmed and doing nothing at all or getting shot and killed by and police. And that baby's and, dad was killed by gun violence. You don't do no so shit So you like don't that. know what type of triggers you're setting yeah. off or any of that. And I don't know if the teacher was black or white. Honestly, it kind of makes a difference, but not really. Yeah, but just don't even say it's no important shit like that. Like, to, of course, it's important to have these conversations about the police brutality and all that other stuff, but have conversations. But for you as an adult to tell a child, that if they grow up and get shot by the police, it's your fault. What? You can't be mad at nobody but yourself. Okay, so if I punch in your fucking face, you can't be mad at nobody but my yourself. child, bitch. 
You're responsible. If I cut your fucking, do a buck fifty across your face. <laughs> Come on, buck bitch. fifty. Let me go get this wine. God damn it. If I shank your dumb ass. Yeah. I, I you can't. ain't got nobody but to blame but yourself. Because you shouldn't have said that ignorant shit to my kid. Can't do no shit like that. You got to be careful what you say to these kids, man. Like you said, that's a trigger. Yeah. His dad got killed when he was a baby. You can't yeah. say no stuff like that. That's why everybody is not cut out to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I realize that a lot of people come into teaching. Oh, salt and pepper and, and in vogue is going to be on here. Nigga. Yeah, we're going to have to. Oh, yeah. This y'all, okay, we love y'all, but yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to keep this brief. Um, <laughs> I didn't forgot what I was even going to say. See what I'm I saying? don't know, but. Okay. Okay, her. so look, real quick. White people. Because we just gonna move on to the whiteies. Oh, let's jump to the Playboy Bunny real quick. Okay, real quick. Um, so in more recent news, there was a former Playboy Bunny, um, pretty black girl, who jumped to her death from the twenty fifth floor of the apartment that she or the hotel that she was staying at. Um, jumped from the twenty fifth floor. But even more than that, she jumped with her son, her seven-year-old son. Who is this? Who is this? Is this Ariana Grande? She forever. We can skip her. Are going to look like a twelve-year-old with that with stupid that ass fucking ponytail? Yeah, that's her. Okay, oh, we, can girl keep, we can keep talking. Um, she jumped with her seven-year-old baby. Now reports are saying that it's due to like a custody battle that she's going through with the child's father, et cetera, et cetera, and um, I guess due to the complicated issues or whatever she couldn't take it anymore now there might be more to the story but we don't know that yet all we know is that sis jumped to her death um for me it did you have to take that baby with you and then as a mother how do you explain that to your child like we're about to jump off this building unless she unless she literally just scooped him up and then swan dived over the edge because they found their bodies on the second floor balcony and so did she just scoop him up and go for it or like did she sit him down and have this conversation like this is what we need to do how do you even and can you imagine like his thoughts as they were just falling all the way down I know what my thoughts would have been bitch Bitch. (laughs) You gonna take me with you? That's some selfish ass stuff. I always hate those stories where it's like, you know, there's gunmen, they shoot up 15, 20 people, then they kill themselves. It's like, well, why didn't you just skip to that mm-hmm, part at the mm-hmm. end? Why do you have to involve other people? You gonna take your child with you, just taking away his life. That's terrible. This baby was seven. That's horrible. I don't I don't understand. Um Oh man, that's so sad. I'm hoping and praying that I never understand suicidal thoughts, uh, but that's that one there is deep. And 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 I don't know what she was going through if she was depressed or right. if she was just going through something serious. But this is kind of like one of those things where sometimes we is it, you have to check on people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like watch for different signs. Yeah. Like you don't know what people are going through. Like call people and say, "Hey, how's your day going?" Like you just never know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she maybe just needed somebody to, to see what, what, you know, ask her how her day was going. Right. Like, do you need anything? Are you okay? Like, I don't know. That, that's terrible. Yeah. That's horrible, man. <sighs> um, what's last? Oh, I'll oh. never get this one again. White people being white. Oh. It was nasty? Yes. That's disappointing. I'll never get that one again. I got another one. Sutter Home. Rose, so That's words of the wise don't get it. Don't get that. I, I mean, got, you hear I me pouring it, but I'm gonna drink it anyway. Fuck that. 
Okay. You have another one with you? Yeah. Oh, you can't prepare. Yeah, because I didn't. I never had that before. I just oh, tried it because okay. it was different. Let me see. I don't like that. It's too bitter. Yeah, no. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm okay. drink it because it's in my glass, but ew. Um, white people. Please stop white people and let us fucking mount our business. White okay. people, please stop white people in. We get it. Y'all feel like y'all run everything. All right. But if you see a black person minding their motherfucking business, grilling, walking a child in a stroller, oh. like, what else? Packing a, their fucking bags from the Airbnb to their car. Breathing. Um, going to the motherfucking grocery store. I don't fucking know. Whatever Blink, we doing. Blinking too hard. Bitch. I don't want you to call the cops on me because I didn't fucking say hi to your ugly ass. Okay? Sneezing more than three times. The motherfucker could have offered you a hot dog, but you want to call the cops because you said, oh, this isn't um, this isn't acceptable. When, bitch, it was. And now you look dumb, and then you're going to try to flip the script and start crying. Oh, like white, Just like white, white fucking tears. women always white do. White women You want to start shit and want to play the victim <sighs> when you be in the fucking wrong, and then you look dumb because they was allowed to do the shit any fucking way. Stop it. Mind your business because what? Fucking minding your business is free. Okay? Okay, it, it costs nothing. You don't, you don't have to pay for that shit. It Keep costs it nothing. the fuck moving. Yeah. We want to have fun too. Yeah. And then you don't understand it. That shit is a fucking waste of time. It's an L in the fucking real estate dude in, uh, I think it was Tennessee or some shit. He was um fucking going to work on a house and the lady oh, called, the, called the cops. Yeah, yeah. And the cops was like, bitch, mind like, your why business. Why you even call us? Like, he said, if, you, if she mess with you again, call us because you won't fucking arrest yeah. her. Mind your I don't, I don't understand that. Like, we ain't nobody bothering you. We're like, just you can't. Here trying to exist. Even when we don't bother you, because they're always talking about follow the rules, do this, that, and the third, and you should just do what you're told. Bitch. We're literally not bothering you. Not and y'all still insist on calling the cops on us. I don't understand. And then here's the thing that pissed me off I'll see white people fucking wrestling alligators and fucking going on. Uh, I don't know, just doing a little outlandish shit, jumping off, um, running across some high-ass buildings and shit with the cameras. and Y'all do shit like that, but you see my black-ass mind in my business, and you scared? I'm just trying to have a little cookout, and you mad <sighs> at some goddamn charcoal briquettes. Bitch, suck. I don't, I don't understand it. Mind your business. Leave me alone. Don't call no cop because the shit is getting people killed. It really is. It's and getting innocent people killed because your white ass don't know how to sit and out. And you know what's crazy? It's these all lives matter ass mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. that insist on ruining our lives, mm-hmm. like ruining our fun. Mm-hmm. Why can't we just leave us the fuck alone? Please. And so, you know what? I've decided. I'm calling the cops on white people all summer. Yep. Also so you don't say hi to me if I speak? I'm calling you one one. I spoke to this white lady. I was in Panera. Me and my mom went to Panera the other day, and I'm not sure if they were legit ready to go or if they got up because we sat down. But I was ready to call the cops. <laughs> like, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like my life is in danger because you're offended that I'm here. Uh, nope. Now one one. She didn't move her buggy when I was Hello, trying to get down the aisle. Um, Come get her. I'm uncomfortable. This mm-hmm. woman is mm-hmm. asking to see the manager in Old Navy, and mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable. So you're going to have to come here and de-escalate this Because, I mean, let's be honest. I'm more comfortable when I see a group of white people. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. When I see when I see some... If I see a bald white man with a beard, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm scared as I'm fuck. I'm uncomfortable. Word to I'm very scared. Um, yeah. And if I see a group of white women, I am scared. I'm sorry. He's so scared. He is. I'm very scared of bald white man with a beard. I'm not even going to lie to you. And I'm not trying to be like... I don't want to turn nobody off, but I'm dead ass scared of no, bald white man with beards. I am. So it's okay. 
But please, leave us alone. We're just trying to have fun and mind our business. And we want to live. Let us live. God damn, you could have had a hot dog and a burger and could have came to the cookout, okay. literally. You could have been invited. Came to the cookout. You couldn't have bring no food. You couldn't bring no food. Okay, y'all, hold on. Hold on one second. Hold that thought. Oh, hey, guys. Right, guys. Okay, so we're back. We're back. Um, our guest is here. Yay. So, Miss Tanisa Montgomery, who is joining us from all the way down in Florida. <laughs> uh, she is joining us today, and so we are glad to have her here, um, just continuing this this black girl magic. We were talking about just now about how, you know, folks are doing some great things coming up out the hood, and it's, yes. it's, it's a beautiful sight to see, and so we are excited to have her here. So, um, for those of y'all who don't know what the hood is, we're talking <laughs> about Braddock, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. the one by one oh four. Hey, a, <laughs> yeah, in there, and so it's it's a pretty little dusty little town up here, but but you know what? We could we doing some stuff. Absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. So, Miss um, Tanisa, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and also tell us a little bit about what you do and you know, the, the work that you do and all that good stuff. What, what makes Absolutely. it important? Uh, well, my name is Tanisa Montgomery. I actually graduated from Duquesne University in Pittsburgh. Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> um, I am a therapist, a mental health counselor here in Orlando, Florida. I work with individuals who are teens and young adults working through all types of processes, anxiety, depression, um, I've written an article with Janelle McLean, who is from around the way as well. Hey, Janelle. We wrote an article. It is um, about adverse childhood experiences, the effects, semicolon, and the parent component. Oh, <laughs> well, shit then. Okay. Educate us. Yeah. So um, I did a lot of research on the subject, um, and I, I'm certified and trained and qualified to work with um, adults children and youth um, in regard to sexual assault, victimization. Mm. I work with sex trafficking victims. Wow. And um, I'm doing a lot of intense work out here. That's, wow. That's, that's very deep. Word to you. Cause I, can, <laughs> I can imagine that that creates like high levels of emotions and stress yeah. and all that just for you. So I can't even imagine you know, the clientele that you work with, how they feel and the stuff that they're dealing with. I don't know that I could do that. So mm-hmm. I, I applaud mm-hmm. you. I really do. Thank you. And you know, Michelle. Oh, I didn't mention my, my company's name is Mother Nurtures Counseling Solutions um, because I do public speaking as well. And so um, you can find me on Facebook. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Mother under, or Mother Nurture underscore in. Word. So what we'll do is um, make sure you shoot me over your information and we'll put all of that into the show notes so that people know where to find you. Okay. Um, Yep. We'll get all your contact information. So as a listener of the show, you know, Michelle and I are huge, huge advocates for, you know, mental health, mental wellness, all of that. And so your work is definitely important. Um, What made you kind of get into that? Like what was your moment where it was like, this is where I need to be? Well, I would actually say that that was a God moment that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Originally, when the idea of working with teenagers who were victims of sex trafficking um, 
I was just like, um, no, thank you. (laughs) That's heavy. Uh, What ended up happening is that God softened my heart toward Mm -hmm. doing that Mm -hmm. work. And so I ended up submitting to him in that Mm -hmm. getting, um, the backgrounds, the clearances, going through the proper training. And once I started working with these young ladies, um, seeing the devastation of their self-awareness was what kept me there. Understanding that these were the ladies of our future. Mm -hmm. They didn't love themselves. They didn't know themselves. And uh, coming from where I'm from, I know a lot of young ladies who don't know themselves, don't love themselves. And so for me, this is a way of giving back uh, to my community of people in, in the respect that lower socioeconomic communities of people are overlooked mm-hmm. and wow. not likely to be seen. Mm-hmm. So that writing the article, Adverse Childhood Experience article, it was kind of to bring awareness to the parents of how they can come against um, what things are adverse experiences their teens or young adults, you know, college students might be experiencing uh, at this age in their lives. So I just kind of bought into this whole place of we need to be uh, more aware of yes. who we are Agreed. Yeah. so that we can help others who are unaware of who they are. Yeah. So, so that's work. What, um, what ages do you start? Like, what's the youngest age you start in? Like, what's the oldest that you go to? Um, it's always shocking when I say this, but the youngest victim of sex trafficking that I've worked with um, was eight years old at the Jeez. time. Jesus. Um, Jeez. And that was her father. Jeez. Wow. That's heavy. Yeah. That's so um, heavy. Up to adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, but I primarily focus on college-age students mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in regard to, like, sexual assault, victimization, um, reprocessing and, and owning that as their truth, moving into um, accepting that mm-hmm. themselves as part of their life going forward, helping them understand. I, I've had to coach um, one of my clients through the process of saying, am I a virgin? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because I didn't willingly... Submit right. to having sex. Am right. I am I a virgin? Um, and so for her, it was more or less, who do you say you are? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if someone steals your car, is it still your car? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's still not. Mm-hmm. I'm not in possession of it. That doesn't, uh, you know, that gives the the victimizer the power when I submit and say, yeah, you can have it. Mm-hmm. Right? So. We have to remove the power from the victimizer mm-hmm. and, and be a survivor of that. And so she came to the conclusion that she is a virgin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's an acceptable decision for her. Absolutely. Right. Wow. That is that is some heavy That's a work. Lot. Oh my that gosh. is heavy work. That's a lot. Because I, I know none of my stuff even compares mm-hmm. to what these babies are dealing with. Mm-mm. And I know my own levels of, like, anxiety mm-hmm. and being very much self-aware of where I am emotionally, mentally, spiritually, all of that. And so to even have to process that as young as eight years eight. old. Eight years old. And somebody, your parent, like, is, is, is 
that person. That is a lot to unpack. That is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So through your uh, through your organization, is there a mentoring component? Like, what does that look like as far as external supports for them? Um, as far as external supports, I currently don't provide anything other than um, referrals to other companies that okay. might be of assistance in those realms. Okay. Uh, for myself, uh, the counseling piece, I kind of just focus on that. And then I do uh, speaking engagements, community awareness mm-hmm. um, type things or activities. Um, I offer free seminars in mindfulness, which is like something that helps with stress and uh, reduction of anxiety. Um, so I offer those in the community probably once a month. Wow. Now, do you just focus on... Um like individual sessions with your clients or do you do groups with them too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was working with um, the teen girls in a group setting, we journeyed through a book called the uglies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've all heard of it, but it's a really good book about how the process of low self-esteem causes us to chase things that don't really accept us. And, and it causes self doubt and, and how in that place we have low self-esteem, we accept things that we shouldn't or wouldn't normally accept from other people, um, males in particular, um, even in uh, female friendship dynamics, yeah. we don't accept ourselves. And in this particular story plot, the goal is to get to 16 so you can get plastic surgery. Wow. And so, <laughs> yeah, and so we journeyed through that and... Um, and that was when I was working in the groups. So I asked important questions about dynamics. We created scenarios where the girls were able to kind of figure out what was healthy versus unhealthy about their choices and decisions mm-hmm. um, and bounce questions off of each other. The thing is, is that you have to really build a strong connection between the girls right. because, um, well, as teenage girls are kind of already looking at each other's competition, Definitely. well, you take it to the sense of someone who's been trafficked and they're really looking at them as yeah. competition right. because are you going to be chosen over me this time? It's a, a whole mindset of I want you to choose me to be trafficked for you, wow. um, unfortunately. Wow. So if somebody else is chosen over me, then they're better than me. You like them more than me. You love them more than me. I thought you loved me. You love her because you're choosing her. And so there's kind of like a toxic plague that happens in the mind. And so unwinding that is a process for these girls. And that's kind of what we unwind in that, uh, the group sessions. That is a that's lot so of much. layers because not only do you have to <laughs> unpack the idea that they're being trafficked, but you have to get them out of the mindset that they want to be trafficked. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. is deep that is deep and i i don't like who would think that it would be like a competition right you know what i mean right yeah that's so scary so how do how do girls i guess um i guess what's the average length of time that you spend with one client or is there a process to where they almost graduate from your program or what does that look like uh, at the time when I was working at a girl's home, cause now I'm doing that with a private practice. Mm-hmm. So that's really a process, but I was working at a girl's home 
and I, um, everyone there were, they were all teenagers and victims of sex trafficking. And um, so the process was six to nine months for that intensive service. And then they moved on to a lower level of care if they were ready at that time, or maybe they would stay a year okay. um, until they kind of got to a place where they had some level of understanding of who they were, some self-love and um, self-reliance to kind of avoid calling their pimp, which sometimes would happen. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, if, if a girl would show up with a cell phone and we're all like, you were gone for two hours. We don't know where you went, but you came back with a cell phone. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so th- we have to, when, when someone does that, then it's kind of like we're back at the beginning. Right. Because they re-engaged with right. um, their victimizer. Mm-hmm. At that point. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, so oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, you want to ask a question? Oh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to ask a question, but um, how long did it take you to get like your own thing started? Like your own practice? Um, well, I've had the practice started? about eight months. The practice? Mm-hmm. The practice um, I've had the private practice about eight months now. Okay. Um, so it actually started. My mom was like, Oh, um, you look so nurturing. And like one of the photo shoots that I did, she actually came up with the mother nurture part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, that doesn't really explain the fullness of what I'm doing because I'm just not just a therapist, but I have other things that I want to do. I write articles, like I said, and I do the public speaking and all these other components. And so I was kind of like, how do we put them all in a package that's neat? And so then I added the counseling solutions part, but I had been thinking about doing it for about a year (laughs) before I actually Mm -hmm. did anything. Yeah. What made you want to go private practice? Like, I know everybody, you know, kind of loves having their mm-hmm. own thing, but what for you was the difference between working for and with some other agency as compared to what you wanted to do? Yeah. Um, I think y'all both know that I'm kind of a free person. I don't like nobody hold me down. <laughs> <laughs> don't hold me down. Um, but more than that, um, the rate of pay is kind of unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Therapists, we don't get paid well in organizations mm-hmm. because they keep a large portion of the rate and it trickles down to us. So for me, the freedom of creating my own pricing and not having someone charging me this great overhead for the work that I am doing because... Right. Um, in that space is my intellectual property. It's my training that I'm relying on. It's um, all of the experience that I've brought to the table, and I'm paying someone else right. to let me use their space. Right. Um, so that was very frustrating. Um, on top of that, we kind of think like you're building something. You want to build something. You want to create something that is able to go in as many directions as possible and when you're in a company you're kind of stuck to staying in one lane Mm -hmm. and they're requesting or requiring um of you and i kind of want to be able to have the freedom of mobility um to work on different projects that might be side branches to what i'm actually doing Mm -hmm. so what in terms of the services and I, i don't know how much 
much detail you can or cannot get into, but in terms of the difference in services, what do you offer your girls um, that you may not have been able to do working under another agency? Yeah, individually, I can offer a sliding fee scale. Okay. So whenever you go to a company, there's not an option. This is what you pay. Yeah. Right. But as an individual, I can offer a sliding fee scale. I can offer pro bono. Mm -hmm. I have the luxury of coming to you, like some concierge type stuff, Mm -hmm. um, depending on someone's circumstances. And, you know, I've gone to people's homes because they're like, I can't be seen coming to a therapist's Mm -hmm. office. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I respect that. And, you know, that's your choice. I don't want to hinder the process because of it. So I think the luxury of being able to provide my own fee scale mm-hmm. to be able to move around in that if I need to and if it's uh, necessary for the client, I want to be able to provide a quality service for um, anyone who wants and needs, requires these services. Mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of people don't go because they can't afford it. Like insurance is crazy and them co-pays are ridiculous. So if, I mean, like we're here. So a lot of people, the only choice they have might be, um, what is it? Mercy behavior health or something yeah. like that, or, um, somewhere with UPMC and they're going to be paying a good $40, $50 per session. Can nobody afford that? So it's like, all right, what am I going to do? I can't go see a therapist because I don't have the money to do it. Right. So, you know, the, you got to find somebody who has a private thing who can work with you because some places are not going to do it. You know, so some people just kind of find some other way to deal with what they're going through because mm-hmm. they can't go. You know, And to the listeners, I would say um, clients, you have a therapist and you lose your insurance. The the location, the therapist that you're seeing has a obligation a legal and ethical obligation to see you through. Wow. They have to provide X number of sessions where if you can't afford, they need to be free. Mm -hmm. I mean, you cannot just turn people out and say, oh, you can't afford to service, you can't come. Um, That is unethical, and they should be reported to the Mm -hmm. state. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that. that You can't do that. People can go to the state, report people for stuff like that. People can lose their license to practice wow. over things that. like it's serious. You can't do that. Wow, that is definitely good to know. Um, so, how do you how do you get the girls to come to you? Like, is it a referral? Is it you know you doing a lot of grassroots and you know what? How do they come to you? How do you find Yeah, um, I have a, I'm on a few referral lists for some of the local colleges and some local churches. Um, I work with um, Florida Counseling Association. I'm a board member for the Florida Counseling Association. So I work with a lot of um, my role there is working with uh, college students to do volunteer work for the Counseling Association. And so um just kind of grassroots efforts for sure. I am calling local businesses, promoting what I'm doing. I am going to local universities and speaking and um, getting in front of my audience. I spoke at UCF a few months ago. Um, uh, 
So, you know, it's definitely a lot of gra- grassroots. Mm-hmm. I hear if you make it two years, you're, you're golden. Um, but I wonder if when I get to two years, it'll change to three. That'll mm-hmm. be the new landing place. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know, the finish line is always moving. So, yeah. You know. Right. Um, how do you, um, how do, how do you build your trust? Yeah. Cause with something like that, you know, sex trafficking and sexual assault and stuff like that. And with young ladies, it's that, that's horrid. <laughs> yeah. Um, first and foremost, I always am very direct and very straightforward. Mm-hmm. I don't pull any punches. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell them specifically at the beginning, I, I'm, you're not always going to feel that this is all warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm, Sometimes right. you're going to come in this office and you are going to really hate me because of the things that we mm-hmm, talk about in mm-hmm. space. But we need to move past that place so that we can get to understanding. I've spent time with girls researching hair products mm-hmm. just because that's what they're into. Mm-hmm, yeah, right. hair, let's look at a hair magazine Let's talk. I was thinking about getting my hair done. Here, I'm going to bring in some hair magazines. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at these magazines. Wh- which ones do you think would look good on me? And then, of course, I picked the foolish hairstyle. Like, what about this one, girl? <laughs> like, um, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's kind of, we start as friends. Yeah. Right. And then I let them know that this is a journey with you. Right. I don't direct you on going left or right. We process the things that you say. I will ask questions, and I have a toolbox. Mm-hmm. You ask for the wrench, I will hand it to you. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. do the work for you. I will stand here Absolutely. with you and coach you and cheer you on. Absolutely. No one can do the work for you, but mm-hmm. I am here. And when you're sad, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. When you're happy, I'm happy. And I am literally journeying through this process beside you. We are digging into this the two of us together and I'm sure we can come out on the other side. Mm -hmm. So they, they begin to trust me because even when they don't like what I'm saying, I say, but remember you asked me. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. Being honest goes a long way. Yeah. 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 That's, that's dope. That's so much stuff to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm still for me. I'm still 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 trying to process it, right? I'm still trying to process the fact that you do, and the work is necessary. Yeah, it is absolutely necessary. And so, for you to not only be working with these girls, but also showing them that Black women entrepreneurs are out here Mm -hmm. doing it, Mm -hmm. that is also important because a lot of our babies don't see us represented in terms of being business owners right. or even if you're not a business owner, but you know, being an executive at a, a right. company or whatever, we're not always seen. And so it goes back to the the subject of representation matters. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. even, even beyond therapy and the services that you offer these young ladies, there's also that like, sense of hope like mm-hmm. well she can do that I can too I can too you know what I mean whether it's I don't know if they want to open up a corner store whatever the case whatever may it be it's just like the opportunity is there and they see that through you which is amazing right and the fact that you like just see them as people right you know what I mean despite of what they go through because some people see I mean you know how we get um 
somebody been a victim of sex trafficking or sexual assault is usually, well, what did you have on? What mm-hmm. were you dressed like? Were you drunk? Yeah. Usually it's thrown back on us. Yeah. yeah, so you see them Those as, are as terrible people. <laughs> right. So terrible. the fact that you treat them as individuals and young ladies and you're not, like, treating them as trash, you know, mm-hmm. and, you, and you listen to them and you hear them and you see them. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's good. That's that awesome. is important. Yeah. That is important. So... How do you deal? Like, because they always say that a good therapist has their has own good therapist. therapist. Yeah. So how do you cope with everything? Because that's, that's heavy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so if you notice, today we had to do 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I keep the Sabbath in a very traditional way. Um, I turned my cell phone off um, yesterday, last night. I turned my cell phone off. I turned my business line off. Mm-hmm. Um, I received no phone calls no information from my business line until tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. It will not be turned on. And from Saturday night through to Monday morning, no information passes on the business line at all. Um, on Sunday, me and my kids, we pray, we um, read the Bible, we just hang out mm-hmm. without any interference. We keep this Sabbath in a very traditional way. Relaxation, rest only, staying close to the home, no traveling, no connections outside of that. Mm-hmm. That's one way. Um, I like yoga. I, yeah, like I, saw, I saw you, uh, your Facebook <laughs> post recently about you doing yoga and all that good stuff. I want to get into yoga. I really do. Me too. I always say that. And I, plan. My niece always says she's going to show me because she does that school. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. Um, yoga. I do meditate. Um, I take walks. I like to take a walk. I like to ride my bike. I like to skate, um, physical activity, um, and just relinquishing it to God. Because, you know, if he gave me the strength to, to sit with these women, then he's the one that has to bear the burden of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not my stuff. Mm-hmm. That's real. So that is I just real. let it go. Yeah. Um, but know that in that time that I'm with that client, I am with them. Mm-hmm. And whatever hardships they're experiencing so am I and that is heavy and it's a lot and I'm gonna say that a good therapist is is seeking to be on a journey with their client Mm -hmm. and they're tracking with their emotions so I'm coming from a place of empathy when I'm speaking and interacting right um not sympathy which is kind of it's different superficial layer Yeah. yeah yeah so if my client is crying I'm there with the client. I'm not looking off to the left or to the right. I'm just, most of the time if my client is crying, I'm, I'm shaking my head like, yeah, you need that. Let you it out. It. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Just confirming for them because they've not been aware that that was acceptable before. Mm-hmm. So me just nodding and saying, yeah, you can do that. Giving them that approval. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay yeah. to have this moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's real. So that's good stuff, Tanisa. You awesome. sounds like you are really busy really doing some, some great, great things. things. Great things. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I know for me it's a lot more than I'm pretty sure I could handle. Cause for me, I absorb other people's emotions. Me too. So if you're crying, me I'm too. probably sitting there crying right there with you. Like let's just let's just yeah. cry. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's uh amazing that you a, listen to God. Mm-hmm. B, well, A, one, that you heard him. 
Yeah, right. And then, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then B, that you're you're in a position to not only help your clients, but to also help yourself. Like that's dope. Yeah. Because I think yeah. a lot of times we get so interested in helping others or being there for other people and all that other stuff that we forget to cater to ourselves as well. So the fact that you do practice the Sabbath and, mm-hmm. you know, yoga and on meditation. I love meditation, by the way. I need to put an app on my um, Meditation is amazing. Stuff. I need to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, you still, fi- you still have that balance. So you spend time with your kids. How old are your kids, by the way? Uh, my daughter Dove is twelve. You're twelve? Wow, Tanisa, the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. And my son Mosaic is seven. Wow. wow. How long yeah. have you been in Florida? Uh, four years. Wow. Jeez. Did you live anywhere else before Florida, or you just went straight from Pittsburgh to Florida? I, I lived in, well, I went from Pittsburgh, I lived in California and, and Fresno, and then I lived in Eugene, Oregon, and then when I got divorced, whoop, whoop, I moved hey. back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Let's get these fuck boys out of here. Hey. <laughs> Don't move And then we moved out to California after I, I mean, out to Florida after I graduated, yeah. Wow. wow. So you've whoop. been all over. What was it like living in Oregon, though? Like, what? Were you the only black person there? She expects me to call her immediately after the <laughs> end of Sabbath because she's like, um, what she was doing all day, I need to know. Right, right. <laughs> so my mom is really supportive. She really is always, and my brother, he, uh, my brother Tracy, uh, he's a, what is it, a 
vice president at some bank or another. He's if he hears it when some he bank. hears this, he's gonna be like, "You don't know where I work." Um, That's what I said. Some bank. <laughs> he has the most amazing business ideas, and he expects me to implement them immediately. <laughs> like what? Uh, Relax. <laughs> and my mom is like. Um, you need to write another article. When's your next article? I'm like, Mom, you do know it took me three years to research right. the article I wrote before. Right. So I can't um, just, like, churn them out. Right. <laughs> That's not Shout out to Janelle, too. That's what's up. Yeah, word to Janelle. Y'all, y'all are dope. My family is very supportive. And believe it or not, my kids. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are, my daughter is always like, when I told her I was getting on the, the line with you guys, she was like, you look amazing tonight. Bless her heart. Cute. They're cute until they're not. Yeah, like, okay. Well, she's, she's a combination of the two with the <laughs> <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is dope. That is so nice. Um, is there anything else that you want to want to tell the people? What else do we need to know about you? Or what else do you, any advice, anything, whatever you want to want the people to know? I would say everything is possible. Yeah. Okay. When I came out of high school, first of all, there was very little thing that I thought I was going to graduate. This is a small fragment. Like, you could possibly not graduate. Mm -hmm. Um, Graduate high school is maybe not a potential uh, objective for you to reach. So, for me, to go from questioning whether or not I was going to graduate to having a master's degree is a large journey. Mm -hmm. Um, To those who have, like, these problems going on in the home environment focus on the future Mm -hmm. and think about where you're going Mm -hmm. and and get out of your own mind about where you are Um, for me I had to continuously say to myself I am going against the grain Mm -hmm. purposely there are choices presented to me on a daily basis (laughs) how I can go astray and opportunity to go to jail or any other foolishness um, and to purposely choose to go against that right. um, it is an amazing decision to make with inside yourself. Because they're going to be your peer groups or whomever are going to look at you and say, why? Just do what we're doing. You're not cool. You're not popular. Whatever. Um, but anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself. Writing an article was something I didn't think was mine mm-hmm. to have. Publishing Getting that thing published was something I thought was mine to have. Having a private practice, having my own business, didn't think they were mine. Mm -hmm. And so everything is possible. Believe in yourself. If you don't get with a counselor, get with a therapist. I was about to say, that was going to be my next question. Like, (laughs) what would you say to people who kind of like are leery of going to therapy or have like, you know, those little thoughts about, uh, I don't. I don't want to go. Right. I don't. I don't need no therapist. What can a therapist tell me and all that stuff? You know, mm-hmm. especially coming from a place where you know a lot of us grew up in church, and so there's mm-hmm. that contrast. Yeah, of, I don't need a therapist, away. and I'll just pray about it, and God will tell me what to do. There's a lot of that. Too. Yeah, because I had a person. I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day, and he was like, "But I don't know why I need to go to therapist just for them to tell me what I need to do." And I'm like, "That's not what they do. Like, right. They don't." Tell that's you what you need not to. how that works. But okay. 
That's how you feel. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, prayer is an accompaniment to yeah. therapy. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. I believe that God has blessed me as this is my ministry. Absolutely. He would bless me to do something that he stand um, in adversity with. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I've prayed with clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I offer premarital counseling. Look at you. Because a lot of people need that. Okay. A lot of people really need that. And they don't take it. And I'm like, hey, you might need to go to that. Yeah. Because you and yes. you and your boo struggling. Y'all might need that. Might need to get there. Yeah. But okay. Might need to get there. Let me shut my single behind up. Okay. Y'all might need that. Because my inbox is dry. Because I'm, I'm saying, I want y'all to last. I don't want you to come over here. I don't want you to inbox me. You might need that. <laughs> need that. Listen. Okay. But, yeah. So, but I think, uh, I think we're just about done. Mm-hmm. I got a couple shout-outs. So. so, anybody that in particular that you want to shout-out or make special mention of? I know you, you know, mentioned mom and, uh, and your brother. Mom and your brother. Hold on. I got, just got to make sure they're not singing Janet. Cause no, I don't know who they are. That's Khaled. Khalid. Khalid. Okay. 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 Yeah, Just making know. sure. Sorry. We had to check in. Because you know, war show nights are, is our thing. You know, we, we talk right, right. on the war show nights. <laughs> we should go live. After we right? That's what we do. <laughs> but but, anybody um, special that you would like to, you know, mention or shout out? Um, You know, just my family. I really think... Um, Janelle McClain. I'll shout her out again. Janelle. She, hey, Janelle. She was like, Tanisa, this is too intense. My brain is hurting. I don't know what you're trying to say to the people. <laughs> uh, so she was like, let me let me help you out with this. Um, and so hopefully she'll continue to ghostwrite for me and she'll write my next yeah. article that I'm already researching. Shout out to um, ghostwriter. Okay. I love Janelle. Okay. Love <laughs> Shout out to Janelle. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, my brother Tracy for always having these business savvy ideas and helping me understand people. And I, I will say that I, I threatened to call him when people make silly things. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to run that by my brother. And he's like, no, you have somebody who knows what I'm talking about. Yes, yes I do. Um, so and I'm going to ask him. You know, <laughs> shout out to him, my mom, Veronica. She'll probably listen to this. I'll send it to her. She'll definitely be proud to hear it. Um, tell her. Tell, tell her, her we cuss a lot. We do cuss a lot, so she might want to fast forward a bit. Right. <laughs> Right, so um, I don't, I don't need mom, you know, calling us or you know, because we cuss a lot. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't want mom to say, "What kind of show are you on?" We probably okay, said cool. the f word a good number. Who's that right there? Hey mom! Hi mom! She, hey mom! She back on the left. Look. <laughs> hey mom! She can't. Mom's not playing. <laughs> She's like, not hey, playing around with you at all. Mom. We don't. And like, so we need for you to call doing. mom back whenever we're done. You need, you make yeah. sure you call mom back. Okay. I will. Okay. Because we don't need mom squaring up on us. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's hood too, right? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> shout out to mothers everywhere. Hey. Yeah. I'm so glad that we but, were um, able to do this, though. But thank you. It's just, we're just happy to see so many people from the, from around the way. Like, doing, doing it. Thing, yeah. Doing it. And it's it's lovely. It is a beautiful thing. Thank you yeah. for having me. I yes. appreciate it. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So, um, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Listener. So, but make sure one another. Absolutely. Absolutely. And make sure you send me all of your, your website, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. So that way we can put it in the notes and people know where to find you. 
Absolutely. So we are going to wrap up the show. I know, Michelle, you had some shout outs. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Summer. Oh, shit. Hey. Shout out to Summer We're Lee. Up. Yes, Summer. Yes. District 43 State Rep. Summer Lee. Okay. Didn't we tell her on the show? She we was going to win. We, we told her she was going to win. Shout out to Summer. Shout out to her. That was a ma- I was sitting up in here crying did like a big ass baby. She did that. It was it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty she bad. She came through. <laughs> she did that. Yes, and two yeah. Costas got uh, yeah. defeated that night. Yeah, and you know the Costas are a and they everywhere. Powerhouse. They are everywhere. And so shout out to Summer. Shout and out to shout her. Out to Sarah and Amarado and cousin Mary again. Cousin Mary. Cousin Mary is on like two seats over there in Homestead. I don't know which one she's on again. She's on like so many seats at Homestead because she's right. just like a big name over there. So, right. Cousin Lay, I don't ever call her Mary. I'm just doing that because it's the show. Cousin Lay, you know, I love you, boo. And shout out to Pamela Collier, who is my best friend's mama. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know what she ran for, but whatever it was, <laughs> she won it. And so I'm here for Congratulations. it. Yeah, everybody's winning stuff. Everybody's winning. Everybody's winning. It's just, it is. Um, shout out to my parentals. Aww. Anniversary is technically tomorrow, but we had the party last night. Shout out to the party! So thirty years of marriage to them. So that's a beautiful happy thing. anniversary. Yeah, thirty years. That is beautiful. Yay! Because I don't even like talking time. to no, I don't. for forty for thirty don't. days. I'm, I'm annoyed. <laughs> if you texting me for like more than two texts, I'm like, shut up. So I don't know how they did it for thirty years. Like, yeah. Hey, thirty years. Shout out I to the I struggled through five and a half. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I'm like, all right, that's enough. Leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you. Anymore. Yeah. So thirty years, that's a long like, time. Like you want too much. What you yes, want? I don't. Right. I don't want to do nothing right. with you. Leave me alone, please. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot. Um, please get out of my face. What else I got? <laughs> pretty, pretty please. Um. Okay. Remember, I told you about Timony with her art thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When is that? The event is on Wednesday, the twenty third. Okay. It is called. Magnify okay. thing, and it is going to be at. Dang, I don't know. The website is. Why can't I see? Because you ain't got your glasses on. You're right. Um, <laughs> and I got them right next to me. Right next to you. Tri- they sit right listen, there. Listen, how trifling is that? <laughs> right there. They're sitting right beside mm-hmm. me, and I'm still mm-hmm. not putting them on. Mm. How trifling is that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I still ain't put them on. Uh-uh. Okay, you can get them at raw rawartist.org which we can get tickets at. Okay. Um so you can look it up and we'll put that in the show. It's like a whole event, it's like a fashion show and all kind of stuff. Oh. Yeah, it's like a Oh, I'm jealous. But okay. yeah. So go check out my girl Timony showing her art and okay. it's like just a whole bunch of stuff going on. Now, I'm poor. Do, do I got to buy things when I go or no, I don't think how so. does that work? Okay. Because you know tickets... when you go to stuff like that they be looking at you like so you yeah. going to give up some money and I'm like nah because I don't have it. Tickets are like so. 20 You like no where the cheese platter at though? Okay. Listen. <laughs> and then All right. also I got one more thing. Um, um, Erica Givner. Shout out to her. I love Erica. Yeah, I freaking love Erica. But her um her organization, A Peace of Mind, um, Inc., is having a um, silent dance party. And it's going to be, like, for their teens, for their okay. art therapy and stuff like that. So that's going to be next Sunday. Wait, she just sent me the thing. I got to find a picture. Um, next Sunday from 3 to 7 at the August Wilson Center. Okay. So it's going to be 
like hors d'oeuvres and drinks and stuff like that. Shout out to the hors d'oeuvres. Yes. Cash bar vendors. And it's going to be like benefit and community-based programming and and things like that for a teen or a therapy program. True. I'm so jealous. I wish I was in Pittsburgh right now. No, you don't. We'll just give you updates. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. (laughs) But, um, you don't. mm -mm. But yeah, Erica's dope. I am coming in August, though. Okay. Okay, we'll have to link up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But yeah, check them out. Check out Timony at the Magnify thing. Check out Erica's event at the August Wilson Center. And um, shout out to everybody. Everybody's I have a quick couple shout outs. Uh, the Courier a couple weeks ago put out their Fab 40 list. Yes, they did. Um, and so there are some familiar names. We're going to record again before the actual banquet. My cousin's but- on there. Who? Audrey. Audrey on the Hatcher. Oh, okay. Shout out to Audrey on the Hatcher. Yes. Go cousin. Go cousin. Um, so let me see who's on here. My, of course, my best friend. Love her. Go Asia. Go Asia Ray Thompson. She's on here. Mr. Devon Madden. Martel Covington. Go Telly. Go Telly. Hey, (laughs) Tell. Shout out to uh, Angelique Drakeford. Hey, girl. Uh, what do you have in the building? Listen, okay, because what do is representing <laughs> in the everywhere, everywhere. And I love Ange. She's doing some wonderful yeah. things over there. Her and Chase are doing some really great things over at the uh, the charter school, so I'm excited That's for That's what's up. Go ahead, girl. Um, James Doyle, who is my executive director at work. Um, who else is on here? Sharnay Hearn. Melanie Claxton. There's quite a few familiar names on here, so I'm excited. Um, I'm probably going to have to sell some ass to get these tickets to go to the <laughs> That's okay, because I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there, and I'm going to be, I'm going to represent, you know, because it just seems like with all these That's names, amazing. I, I need love to be black there. people. I just love us. Yeah. We're dope. Yeah. There's so. some dope people. Shout out to them. But yeah. we have a lot of shout outs this time. I know. Everybody's doing stuff. I just I love know. it. So, and shout out to Tanisa. Thank you yeah, for, thank for being you. on the show and doing And everybody, please get your, you do. get your mental health in order. Yes. Because it goes, it go, it, it all ties together. Your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health, it's, it's all, yes. it's all one. It's yes. so important. Yeah. Seriously. Please do. It's so, so important. But we going to get here and watch Janet tear up the floor. Mm-hmm. And, Demita uh, Joe. Demita Joe in the building. And we're going to listen to her whisper saying, and I don't care because that's my boo. I mean, right? yeah, because we don't ever know what she's saying, no, but that's, that's okay. my boo. That's all right. I just like to watch her dance. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I remember when she came here, me and Siobhan went. This was in like, we were still in high school, and we went. And that was when she did the, uh, the concert when she tied the dude up. Oh, thing. yeah, yeah, I went to Listen. that one, too. I was there. Remember when dude was tripping? Yes. Oh, my God, we was cracking it was up. A, it's always an, an experience. Yes, that was um, funny. That was hilarious. But, yeah. Me Shout out to Jamita Joe. See, this wine got me slurring my words. Got me slurring my words. But, uh, yeah, but I think that's okay. it, guys. Thank I you, Tanisa. Yeah, thank, thank you, Tanisa, for joining us. And we're going to pray for you. continuous good things for your, Absolutely. For your practice. Absolutely. So keep, keep it up. And uh, thank you for listening to us. Yeah. That goes to you and obviously, you know, to our to our supporters. Thank you all for listening. And that is episode That's 17. That. So we'll catch y'all in two in weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. We got a good one. Next Ooh, two weeks. That's going to be an interesting one. That episode is not <laughs> going to be suitable We're for just children. We're just going to now. It's going to be a not suitable for saints. It might not be for the saints. Ooh. It might not be for the saints. <laughs> y'all going to have to skip that episode. But it's well, not going to be for the saints. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay.
All right. Okay, y'all. Love you guys. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye.